Hello guys, welcome to this week's episode on Hadith Corner. My name is Oluwatobi. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about loving God and how loving God enables you to let go of every single thing that is negative in your life. Last week, we dwelled on changing your appetite, training your appetite, building up your appetite and creating a stable way of thinking as a person. We talked about laying your priorities right. We talked about living intentionally, living consciously, coming to a point where you're telling yourself that no matter what happens, this is who I am, this is what I am, I refuse to live below standard. Training your appetite to say these are the things I can take in as a person. These are the things I cannot take in as a person. These are the rules that I've given myself. Not, not, you know, Recently, I was talking to somebody, a friend of mine, and very dear friend to my heart, and uh, he was asking me a lot of questions about life, and we're just talking. And then he told me something. He said, maybe one of the reasons why you're not in a relationship is because you have this archaic, primitive, and strict rules. I said, wow, why? He said, because you have a clergy attitude. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm picking words right now. <laughs> Trust me, I love this friend of mine. He's, he's very dear to me. He moved from a colleague to a friend, actually. So, yeah. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, then he said, then he said, how about you reduce the standard a bit? Basically, the the, the sum total of the conversation, I'm trying to summarize it. How about you reduce the standard a bit? How about you not do this and do this and not do this, but do that? And I, 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 I I was laughing while I was reading the chat, you know, and I had to tell him that, listen, my standards are filled with character and convictions so they are not character and conviction you know i I intentionally had to converse in that manner i wasn't trying to be pushy because we just started coming to a point where we're saying okay hi more than hello how have you been how was your weekend more than just where did you drop the file we've moved to where did you drop the file to how was your weekend as colleagues so i decided that i wouldn't want to talk to him in a way he might misunderstand my point of view so i said look listen my standards i put those basically the things i said were basically these words but paraphrased i said it in a different way that it won't hurt so i said different with character and convictions so the things that i do the things that i see they might look too strict or primitive as a matter of fact it's not even good enough because i've not even come to a level of stature 
that I would say to myself that I've grown and I'm better. So I even still need to learn better things to make me better than I am today, than I am yesterday, than I am every other day. Today's a fresh day. How better am I going to be from what I was yesterday? So it was like, well, reduces a bit. I mean, come on, you, 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 that's why, that's the reason, like, because, and I told my, I told, I told him something, we're talking about marriage, and I told him something, I've never been scared of not getting married, ever, never, because at the end of the day, I believe in this thing that you attract who you are, so when people come into my life, and, um, I, I, not a hundred percent of that belief. I believe in like sixty-five percent. So sometimes I use it as a measure to say, how do I even think? What is in the abundance of my heart that would warrant the things that come out of my mouth? So I, I, I basically just say, what is in the abundance of my heart that God is seeing that is making certain types of people come into my life? I need to check myself. And then somehow, when I see that some people come into my life, we just align. We are like-minded. And then, although I might find some things about them that I don't like, and when I search myself, I'll say, oh, I have these things too. <laughs> I need to work on these things too. There's something that needs to be done, you know. But over the week, um, having had all the conversations, having scrutinized, having talked about appetite, having have had a fantastic week, I learned something beautiful. Loving God, loving God genuinely, coming into the perfect understanding of loving God enables you to unconsciously drop things that are not supposed to be in your life. When you love God genuinely, you come to a place where the things that beautifies God, the things that edifies your soul the things that would please god would be your utmost desire hence you would begin to do things that you would naturally not be able to do as a human the abundance of your heart will be filled so much with the love of god that things that are not of god will not dwell in you God and our Father, we thank you. We give you praise because you're faithful and you're just. You're marvelous. And then we thank you because our hearts are vulnerable to learn from you. We thank you because we are learning from you and you alone. Grant us help to do the word 
as we learn. Help us, Jesus, to do that which is beautiful in your sight, that which is pleasing to you. Amen. Okay, so, um, loving God. One thing that we do not recognize, you know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling us that um, we need to stop deceiving ourselves. I said it again last week, we need to stop deceiving ourselves. We need to come to a page where we, come, we really, really recognize who we are and what we are in Christ Jesus. Yes. We need to come to a place where we really see the nature that we have, the nature that we carry, and the personality that God has granted and placed within our soul. Over time, many of us live like we're practicing a religion and not a faith. That is the reason why we fail to recognize the person of God. Most of us do not even know who God is. We just know we are serving him. We don't even come to a place where we want to know who he is and what he is for us. We live our lives based on what people have said about him. We don't have a personal experience of who God is. Not, um, not, not to dispute the fact that learning from other people is wrong. But we don't come to a position where we can say for ourselves that this is what God has been to me and this is what I am to my God. As a result, we fail to let go of the things that God would help us to let go of through fellowship, personal fellowship with Him. We don't know how to stay, to learn. We don't know how to stay to get we don't know how to stay to abide we don't know how to stay to come to a place where we know the mind of god for the things that he has prepared for our lives so we struggle we struggle with addiction we struggle with pain we struggle with anxiety we struggle with fear we struggle with meeting certain demands in our lives we struggle with depression. We struggle with all kinds of things that are not supposed to be in our soul. Because we have not come to a place where we have seen God, not just as, oh, he created the heaven and the earth, but as a father, but as the almighty God. You know, because we have not come to a place where we recognize the personality of God. We don't know how to fellowship with him. We think we are in church where we speak and pray as brethren. You don't know how to connect to your father. So things fail to fall from your life. Because when the Bible, when the Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Bible says the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Bible says take no thought for tomorrow. The Bible says be anxious for nothing the bible says rejoice i say rejoice always the bible says all your sins have been forgiven the bible says if you love god you will move away from sin the bible says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and then the bible now tells you 
that he, he that stays where God is, he that abides in Christ, he that walks in the things of God, he that does the things that makes him a part of God, becomes God, becomes like God, inherits the nature of God. It's because we have not come into the experiential part of the scriptures. Some of us still think we are reading fables and folklores. We think we're reading stories. We think we're reading history. We think we're reading um, a book. We don't know we're reading power. Some of us have not come into the reality of the letters. We've not come into the reality of the letters, seeing them as spirit and life. We still think we're reading words. The capacity that the word of God can play in your life is bigger than what you can see. So when, when you fail to understand the person of God, and he tells you, my son, don't do this. Don't lean on your own understanding. Trust me. You know, when we see words like that, we think we're reading the scriptures. We're just reading it. We don't let the scriptures come into us as we read it. We don't know how to love God and just stay and learn and love the Father. So what we do is this. We focus on our problems. We focus on the things that are wrong with us. Even when we go to God, that's what we still do. We don't go to God with the understanding of who he is. We go to God with the understanding of what our problems have done to us. So we go to God with addiction and say, God, take away my addiction. Forgetting, forgetting, forgetting that God is almighty and he's able to do all things. So we are going to God with a kind of prayer that is suggesting as if you take my addiction, if, 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 like addiction is supposed to be part of you. Oh, if you make me pass this exam, if, if, oh, you're creating a bargain with God, forgetting that promises have been laid down for you. We don't go with the understanding of who he is. You know, today I learned something very huge. My mom and I were having an argument and it was really huge. And then a scripture come, came, into, came into my soul and then honor your father and your mother that your days may be long. That is a covenant that came with a promise. That is a commandment that came with a promise. A commandment that came with a covenant. You honor your father and your mother, your days may, will, 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 will be long. Ah. Hallelujah. So when I was talking to my mom, I thought to myself, I don't think I've come into the reality of the scripture yet. Because if I have, I will understand that there is a promise that comes with honoring her. That there is a promise that comes with doing certain things. There is a promise that comes with not saying certain things. But uh, in the ignorance of not knowing who God is. Yes, Ignorance, ignorance, ignorance of not coming into the awareness of what God is. We tend to continually walk in the negativity, in the negative things of life. The moment we come into the perfect love of the Father, we come into the experiential part of the Father. 
Trust me, you don't need to tell affliction to walk away from you. Yeah. When something is going wrong in your life, there is a response that you have for it. When you come into the experiential nature of the love of Christ, your heart, your heart, the state of your heart, the abundance of your heart will begin to change. So your response to situations are different. Somebody says something, you know, there's something, there's this, there's this, there was this thing that, that was circulating around at my workplace and we were like, ah, January is going to be really tough. Oh. I forget it, January is usually three months. It's not one month. January is three months. It's very long. If I, you will not just know how January will just be going. It, it, it's always so long. And the funny thing, December is always so short. Why is January always long and December is always so short? And they will say it's because you would have spent all your money in December. So you will just be waiting for January to just enter so that you can get your next paycheck. <laughs> so I was going home with my colleague one day. And then she said, she was saying something about a party we're supposed to go to. And she was saying it. And then she said, ah, somebody even needs to be guided though, with the way we're spending money. Because really, ah, January is three months old. Ah, I said, don't be saying that to yourself. How is January supposed to be? Is it three months? Did they tell you January is 90 days? Is January not 31 days? No, 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 no. Check it now. It is the things that you say to yourself that you experience. It is the things that you allow yourself believe that you experience. So my thing is this. When you pick up the word of God, what are you experiencing? What are you saying to yourself? Are you just reading it as a letter? Or you are reading it as a reality of God's word? Oh, this is what the word of God has said concerning me. Oh, this is what the word of God has said concerning me. So when you are going to God, you don't go to God with the knowledge you have about the negative things you're doing. You don't go to God with addiction at the back of your mind. You go to God with the understanding of who he is and what he can do. So when you get there, you say, oh God, you praise him for who he is. You thank him for who he is. You know, casting crowns sang the song, praise you in the storm. You know why you praise him in the storm? Because you don't even see the storm. What you see is what God has said concerning you. So you cannot see the storm. You are only seeing him. So it's easy for you to praise him in the storm. Everybody is saying, oh, um, 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 something is happening. Something is... No, 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 no. Because you have built yourself. You built up yourself on the understanding of who God is. So when somebody says there's a casting down, you say there is a lifting up. That is what the Bible says. There is a casting. I don't see a casting down. I see a lifting up. So when you love on God, when you know who God is and you continually love on him, it is easy for fear and anxiety to move away from you. Now, this is a, this is, this, this, this is a truth. Because in the past couple of months, I've been living in a high level of paranoia, like I said in previous episodes. Every single thing scares me. I can't even enter a public transport like a normal human being. I'm afraid of what will happen. I'm afraid of who will talk. I'm afraid of who will snatch my property. Oh, I've been living in that level of paranoia. You know, on Sunday I was coming from I was coming from 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 church, and and I, I said, God, how will I enter the bus like this? Oh, ah, how will I enter a bus like this? What will I do? So I entered one bus. I got down. I entered another bus. You know, of course, I looked at my environment. I said, this is not the bus I want to enter to go to my destination. But you know the funny thing? Do you know the funny thing? I am not coming to the understanding of who God is. 
By the time I come into a place where I know that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, by the time I understand that he is my shield and my buckler, there is no, it's not possible. But it, it, when somebody holds my neck and he says he wants to call it my, it's easy for me to say no. I, I cannot give you my property. Is it your own? I, 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 oh, see. When we are living supernaturally, when we are expected to live supernaturally, the only way we can live supernaturally upon this earth and really take dominion and subdue it, subdue it is not just about getting wealth and riches and, and, and being forward as a Christian. It's subduing it and laying all things down and making them look like nothing. So when someone is about to, you know, I heard a testimony. There was this brother, he was, he was in a very dangerous place in Lagos. And this um, guy came to meet him with a matchet, and he was pressing his phone, and he and he and he held the matchet to his neck, and he said, "Look at you, give me your phone. I'll use this matchet to cut off your head." Ah, uh-uh. the guy looked at him and said, "Why would you want to collect my phone and use a matchet to cut off my head? Is it your phone?" The guy said, uh-uh. "I said, give me. Your... You know, he was harassing him. He said, is it your? I'm not giving you. See." The only thing I have with me is just this 220 naira. Take it and be going now. Because you cannot collect my phone. It's not your phone. Believe me, you, this guy that was harassing him, collected the money that he gave to him and left. Ah, for us to live the supernatural life, we need to come into an understanding of who God is. That is how we can earn an identity. That is how we can earn a stature. That is how we can earn a nature. That is how we can train our appetite because we know who God is, hence we know who we are. We know who God is, hence we know what we have been created for. We know who God is, hence we know how to walk the face of the hurt. It is easy for us to live a supernatural life when we come into an understanding of who God is. It is easy to live a supernatural life, a life that is not subjected to the authority of iniquity. A life that is not subjected to the authority of sin, addiction, fear, anxiety, depression. It is easy to live that life that is not subjected and slave to a sin because we know what we have in Christ Jesus. Bible says we come boldly to the throne of grace because of what Christ has done. So we cannot, oh, we, 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 we know that death has gone because life has come into our lives. So he says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. The life I live now is not my life. I live the life of Christ. So when I touch this, I live the life of Christ. When I want to let go of this, I live the life of Christ. It is the life of Christ that I live, not mine anymore. So we gather an identity when we love on God. We gather a stature when we love on God. So addiction is little in the hands of God when we recognize the dominion and supremacy of the power of God. When we understand how ultimate he is, it is easy for us to sit down and say, we trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Jesus. You are, you are infinite. You are ultimate. You are infinite. You are ultimate. And we trust you. You are infinite and you are ultimate. We trust you. We will say that to ourselves. Oh, there is so much for us to grow from and there is so much for us to learn.
you have the final word, the final word in my life. In God, your word, it's settled. It's settled forever. You are infinite. You're the ultimate. We trust you. We trust you. You are infinite. You're the ultimate. We trust you. We trust you. God, you have. I'm calling us into a fellowship. I'm calling us into a koinonia. I'm calling us into an experiential part of the word of God. I'm calling us to a place where we will unconsciously build convictions. I'm calling us to a place where we will unconsciously build our appetite and train it because we are loving on God. Because we are sitting under the scriptures as spirit and life and not as letters. Because we are coming to a place where we are not understanding scriptures as fables and folklore, but seeing it as a, a promise, seeing it as a life, seeing it as the identity that we own. I'm calling us to a place where we need to recognize that to become, we must look within and fellowship with God. That to become higher than every other thing, as God is higher than every other thing, we have to learn to sit and learn from Him. Thank you, Jesus, because you're good to us. And we speak your name over everything that is missing and broken, that you alone will restore us. You alone will grant us peace. You alone will grant us help. That we will become and we will be that which you have called us to be. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The atmosphere is changing. Nothing stays the same. Heaven is waiting for the mention of the name. The spirit is moving, burning like a flame, healing the broken by the one we proclaim. Raise it up. 
will fall, mountains. 